Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Who Do You Like Here? You got Joey C Note here. You've got myself, Justin the Kid. And we've got a new addition to the podcast this week and for the future, Jason Beam. How you guys doing? Doing, What's what's going on, fellas? What's going on? Welcome, Beamer. Thank you. In the mix. (laughs) Glad to to be here, guys. Glad to be here. Well, we've got a jam-packed episode this week. A lot of of stuff to cover. uh, We're going to touch on last week's Preakness, which at least one of us was a winner. You know, uh, it was a a tough weekend for some of us, (laughs) and some of us prospered. So we'll talk about the, the Preakness. We'll dive into that. We'll jump into a little of the, you know, recent news that we've seen in horse lots racing. Of a lot, lots uh, of recent news. A going. lot. And then we're also going to jump into the Saturday card at Belmont. Um, Joey's stats here. He's uh he's he's on hiatus this week, but he will definitely be back. Um, and can't wait to have him back and fill that role again. This is it's a tough job entering out to the podcast. So <laughs> I, miss, I miss him already. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got a lot of good stuff to cover. I think it's going to be a great episode. Um. Everybody that's listening right now, too, please stop what you're doing and just give us a like, a follow, a share, tweet at us, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all the social medias. Um, We really want some interaction from you guys, and we appreciate all the support. And, you know, who knows, maybe in the future we have maybe a competition, start giving out some merch, start uh, start rolling this thing on the board. So Yeah, that'd be nice. Start putting some things out there. But, you know, the social media is where we're going to do all of our interactions. Uh, Podcasts are great, but we do a lot of, you know, daily interactions on the oh, yeah. on the social media sure. so yeah preakness yeah it was everything i expected it to be <laughs> honestly uh it really checked every box you know it really and did it was you've got the drama the setup drama to the race you've got the right. excitement of the race you've got the winning you've got the sweet sweet victory a little bit of karma at the end it really just checked every <laughs> yeah. single box yeah so it was a good I, day of racing i was just looking at some some information that they were talking about for the race itself. So 112,005 or sorry, 112,504,509 uh was the record setting uh total handle yeah. for the Preakness. Yeah, I did That's see record that. setting, right? Uh, normally I think the best was 99 mil in 2019. Yeah. Wow. Setting wow. records. So so make sure you know like if you if you're looking at the stats that you you looked at with all the drama I guess bad news or bad publicity yep. is is good publicity. <laughs> yeah, There's no bad publicity, yeah. <laughs> good or bad. So everybody wanted to watch and see what was going to happen with Medina yeah. Spirit. Yeah, they no. showed up. They showed up. Yeah, they did for sure. Everybody and I, I think everybody wanted to get some sweet revenge this year too, because uh, even the betting public, you could see, um, yeah, Medina Spirit wasn't that you know nine to five favorite Second that everybody choice. was expecting. You know, so Second um, choice. the public spoke. Yeah, they said we don't we don't believe in the horse to. I love it to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> They did what they needed to do with all the testing, so you know that it was legit. But it's like um, I think half the people that watch wanted to see Medina Spirit win; the other half wanted to see him lose. Yeah, sure, I, I, I kind of justified that. it, right? Yeah, I, can yeah. See that. I think yeah, I think everybody's you know, I think the avid avid fans, the people that got cheated out of there, you know, everybody wanted like mostly Midnight Bourbon. I think was a favorite, you know, but everybody wanted Midnight Bourbon. I think to just trounce the field and yeah. They didn't even want to see Medina Spirit up there. Well, I think I think Berman took the took the favorite at like what it was about an hour before the race started. Yeah, yep. yeah, something like that. Yeah. Maybe even before that. I think earlier in the day it started yeah, it was, shifting yeah. towards uh, Saturday. I know for sure. Yeah. So I would say that Midnight Berman definitely got the run. It didn't get the opportunity mm-hmm. to run in the Derby. It uh, obviously broke him out fairly mm-hmm. well. Uh, it kept him in a little backwards position and moved past Medina Spirit and. Looked really good coming home. Nothing yeah. I can complain about the run for Midnight Bourbon. But, I mean, as far as Rombauer was concerned, 
that was the the run right. that he needed and in, uh, into the pace that he wanted. So, well, even I read said after the race um, in his interview, he said, you know, I the horse did did well. It ran the race that it should have yeah. ran, but Ron Bauer just he said he just ran right past him. You know, he had the he had the kick at the end and. Good for Flavian Pratt. I'm really, really happy for him. Yeah, and the connections. Mike McCarthy, Flavian Pratt. Could, couldn't be happier for solid guys in the business that uh, work hard and, and put themselves out there every day. Flavian Pratt obviously setting you know some big numbers yep. out of California. Mike McCarthy up and coming. He's won a lot of races, which I think a lot of people forget. You know, Yeah, Michael McCarthy is really... Uh He's a stand-up guy too. He seems like he's uh, everybody really respects him, likes him. He's got a good personality, hard worker. Yeah, I mean, just just backing up here, just so we can like understand like his his resume, is that Mike McCarthy's already won the the Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile, which is a Grade One, the Pegasus World Cup Invitational, which is a Grade One, Malibu Stakes, which is a Grade One, and the Gamely Stakes, which is a, a a Grade One as well. So you know, he's just he's continuing to keep doing what he he does. Yep, and this was a nice exposure from him for a lot of people that maybe i don't know how if you don't watch racing probably but on him yeah don't sleep on him. yeah he's just a great the, trainer they 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 come from that lucas tree you know all three of them i don't know if you guys saw that uh interview Dwayne lucas yeah Dwayne lucas Every, listen yeah. everybody spins off of lucas yeah, yeah. you can understand yeah. you guys been doing it for so yeah. long right yeah, yeah. i mean they, you just you have to take something from that guy as yeah. good as he was and still is for as long as he's been doing it. And then he was with the Pletcher yeah, barn he, for such he a trained long under, I was just going to say that. And Joey Stats would definitely appreciate that. He trained under, yeah. <laughs> you know, he trained under Todd Pletcher Todd for so father. long. You know, yeah, the Todd father. So, you know, um, that was that's a kind of a cool angle, too. You know, he trained under one of the best, and now he's going to be one of the best, I'm sure. Right. So, so good for him. Yeah. Good, good, for him. good race. I mean, I, I guess uh, for me, my only disappointment was that crowded trade. Didn't have the best uh, race that I thought he was going to have. Yeah, I was disappointed. Expected more. I was disappointed, but I think you know, it's a good horse. I just don't think he was in the position he needed to be the whole race early. You know, yeah, he was sitting middle of the pack, and that horse has got to be more towards the front. Yeah, and he's been poorly placed. I agree. And not to mention, I mean, Medina Spirit did go out there and set the fractions. I mean, Medina Spirit ran, and um, you know, Midnight Bourbon was up there too, so they're pushing the pace. And then, you know, it just kind of broke down the way that didn't. You know, I can't, I can't fault the ride. I just, you know, I expected a little bit more out of crowd. I mean, five and three were there all day. Yeah. You know, they were there the whole yeah. race. Yeah. Gate to wire, so, basically. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think the bigger disappointment for a lot of people were it was concert tour that just stayed five wide second path and just faded early. Yeah. Faded There's on the something turn. to be said about, you know, your horses being monitored the whole time yeah. they're there. You yeah. know, I mean, look at, I mean. It's it's really speaking words to where those horses finished. A horse that ran the Derby that set you know just set the yeah. tone, ran his highest speed figure in his career, and then he comes in fourth. Yeah, and I, and I mean concert tour after that last third, backup, excuse me that last backup to uh, crowded trade. Yeah, I, I just expected him to maybe bounce back. I think nope. what you're really seeing is the true effort from what you're going to see from these two horses. Yeah, it's just three year olds are they're fickle, man. They can yeah. be great one day and in, in one race and, and be different in another. So. Yeah. And that's nothing to take to nothing to take away from Johnny V Not at all. or Mike Smith. You know, it's just, no, it's just kind of the name of the game and the horses just didn't have it that day. You know, it's, it's a bad day. So yeah. we'll see what happens in the future. Yep. We'll lots see. of news, lots of news going on. Obviously New York throwing down the hammer. Yeah. This week. They, the gauntlet. <laughs> yeah. They are slapping the cuffs on everybody that has any type of infraction. Good, good for New York. Yep. I'm really excited to see that someone's making a stand yep. and what they want and what they expect out of uh, trainers that are coming to their facilities. That's Aqueduct, Belmont, or Saratoga. Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to stay within the guidelines. And in, yep. other than that, New York won't tolerate it. 
Yep. I'm I'm so happy that somebody is here trying to protect the integrity of the sport, you know. Yeah. Um obviously New York really doesn't have anything to do with, you know, other than hosting the Belmont and the third leg of the Triple Crown, but they really don't have anything to do with what happened at the Kentucky Derby, but they're firmly saying we're not going to stand for any type of cheating. Yeah. Especially I think it plays in with all the other infractions that he has. You know, I think they're just they're on board with you're not going to do this. You're not going to damage our track, our track's name, the integrity of the sport, our jockeys that we have here. Like yeah. that's just not sure. going to happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think, you know, as far as Linda Rice is concerned, I'm I'm not going to get on this big tangent this week, but you know, Linda Rice's uh offense mm-hmm. is related to Jerry. No, I mean, just, <laughs> I'm just saying like her offense, which is getting to know the horses that are entered in an overnight race prior to it being official. I, okay. That's an angle that she's getting to know prior than the knowledge of everybody else. Yeah. I find that in my opinion, it's still an offense that needs to be, you know, handed down. A three-year suspension is pretty, right. pretty severe for that. I don't know how long it was going on. I didn't see the duration of what she's been, been doing going it for. for a while. I'm sure it has. Cause yep. she had uh racing officials that she mm-hmm. was with or paying yeah. whatever the case may be but you know you're talking about drugging a horse right the the whole concept of thoroughbred racing is looking after the horse crop rule is about looking after the right. horse and the well-being when you're using illegal uh substances whether they are class four class two right. whether they're just not a stimulant whether they're just uh, a therapeutic medicine you're still going outside those boundaries mm-hmm. that that should hold a severer penalty than you know me knowing who I'm going up against right. when my horses are going. I couldn't That's my agree opinion. more. Yeah. And I, I, I'm on, I'm on board with that too, because you know, Linda Rice got a three year suspension, right? So now she's sitting on yeah. that plus a $50,000 fine. Right. Bob Baffert right now has a suspension indefinitely until, you know, I think something comes out with the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. There's no fine associated with it right now that As I'm seeing, right you know, I think like you said, you know, that's, that's bad. You know, you're, you're really going against the rules. You're, you're knowing who's in the race. You're getting all that information that's not privy to you mm-hmm. before everybody else's. You should just be running your horses. I maybe, totally understand. Maybe it's setting a precedence. And I don't, I don't know what you think, Bean, but I think it's setting a precedence now. If they're doing this to Linda on what she did, Linda Rice, then maybe, depending on the split test, I mean, how can you go? How could they say, well, Bob, we're only going to fine you? Like, right. they can't, right? They well, can't just give yeah, a fine. Just to piggyback off what you said, uh, you cheating, cheating is cheating. You know what I mean? At yeah. the end of the day, you can't you right. can't sugarcoat, you know what? You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, cheating is cheating. It doesn't matter how you spin it. It's got to be penalized. Right. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I think, in my opinion, and this is what I said last week, is that Bob Baffert being Bob Baffert, one of the biggest names in the sport, make an example out of him. Should have been a year at at, at every, at, every at a minimum, at, yeah, at every race, yeah. I mean, at if, every if Linda's getting three. If, if you're for, asking me, it should have been a year at every. Right. Race. Linda's getting three for the knowledge that she got. Yeah. What do you get for damaging a horse or yeah. putting a horse right. in jeopardy you're, and the rider and everybody else out there on the track? Yep. Exactly. You're putting a horse that's not fit to run a race. And Correct. You're putting him out there to run the race. It's not the first time. This is right. like the first offense. Right. This is make, like make an example of the guy. Yes. Yeah, this I is just, this is where he has to. You know, this is one governing body that overrides and and makes all the decisions. That's what's important because New York's doing their thing. If California decides to get soft and they just find them, it's so the tables are so off balance. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a, it's on tilt. I, I'll be on tilt if I figure that's that's going to be the case. Yeah. You know, you're a horse that's hurt should not be running a race. Yeah. A horse that has some sort of ailment should not be in the race. And any good trainer will correct not, not run them. Right. Exactly. I mean, part of the problem is not having a commissioner in racing. You know, they tried it twice now with the last what is it, 10, 15 years? Yeah, but that's like what that. they're going to. They yeah. need to go to a good I mean, one governing they, body. Yeah, I agree. 
One oh, governing body that oversees the whole thing. Not I agree. New York, you do what you want. California, yep. Florida, Kentucky. Everybody gets to do what they want. Fuck that. Answer everybody oversees. Yeah. Answer to somebody. 100%. Because yeah. then you can start levying the fines and they'll all be balanced within the thresholds. But yep. whatever. That's Yeah, that's our little tangent for the day. You know, it's just, it's something's got to be done. And I think a lot of people in this industry are going to feel the same exact way we do. You yep. know, something's got to be done to protect the sport, protect the horses, and ultimately yeah. keep this thing running, you know, and not you know, diminish what we have right now. So. And, and someone had to knock over that first domino and New York decided sure. to do that. And, and who's better than, uh, than, uh, Bob Baffert. Yeah. I mean, right. that's to, that's be the, the, to be the, you know, needs to be the example. Yep. Yeah. He's the face of the, of, of thoroughbred racing for those that don't really right. watch those that do watch. They know he's a hall of famer. I mean, there's a lot of hall of famers that don't cheat. So sure. I just leave it at that. Yep. I agree. All right. We can move on. Uh, we are going to handicap some races today. Be- before that. I, I got yeah. some actually just shout out here. Uh, I don't know if you guys, follow uh yesterday what happened with uh the passing of uh malibu moon yeah oh i did see that yeah yeah Yeah, that's sad 24 24 years old right Mm -hmm. yeah just just as a this is for joey stats since he's not here i got a little bit of stats here for you i got a was 126 black type winners uh 51 graded winners orb remember orb oh yeah orb came from him yeah i mean a lot of a lot of strong horses kentucky derby horses uh great sire yeah malibu moon was Fantastic. Yeah. Melba Moon, shout out. Shout yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, yeah. Melba Moon. Yeah. Great horse. Yep. And it was kind of surprisingly, too. It was like surprise heart attack, I guess, yeah. is what they decreed it as. But um, yeah, good good shout out there, Beamer. Um, all right. Uh, we're going to get into the handicap. We're going to go to Belmont. Uh, this week, it's kind of weird, right? we got three weeks here now, the separation yeah. from Preakness to Belmont. Yep. And there's some, some races out there. Uh, there's, a few, there's one graded race out there right now, but I mean, we're just going to stick with Belmont. We're going to cover basically the late pick four from races six through 10. Yeah. And uh, kind of cover that today. So that'll be our angle, what we're going to look at. Uh, we're going to go to race six. That's a mile and a 16th on the turf. It's a 50,000 claimers for three year olds and up. I'm going to let the kid go ahead and make his first call here and see where he's at. Yep. So this race, uh, very difficult. And I've been watching New York uh, Belmont racing for the last couple of weeks here and trying to figure out how I think the race is going to play in my mind. Um, I see just kind of like a little tidbit of information, you know, anything on dirt, if you're sitting at the front, you've got a really good chance of winning, you know, first, second or third. Um, you can't come from behind and win. You don't see it as often. And then when you get on the turf, you're going to see these horses come from behind, you know, more middle of the pack. So with that in mind, um, I landed on the four seismic wave. This is Joel Rosario riding. He's going to take this horse for Chad Brown. It's out of tap it, which is out of pulpit. Um, you know, this is the class in the race. I think, you know, the, this horse is running a hundred thousand dollar races, grade threes, the apple, uh, was it, was it the apple Apple blossom? Was it no, it's apple? not the apple blossom. Oh, the apple. I think it was the Appleton. Right? Yeah. The Appleton, uh, he's grade three, grade two, you know, he's very decorated horse. He doesn't find that wind cloud. You call him too often, but I think he's just a little outclassed. So I think Joel is going to rate this horse really well. Um, he's like I said, he's dropping in class. The trainer, Chad Brown has a 47% first time claiming. So that's a very impressive stat to throw out there. Um, and I also like that they're putting the blinkers on him thinking that this is going to help the horse improve. It's always a nice little angle for somebody that's maybe, you know, just, just getting outclassed, getting outrated. Yeah. He's not focused on the race. Had a good workout. Yeah. Great workout. I, I I'm all over the four here. I think Joel is going to give him the, give him the ride that he needs. I, I, I liked the four. I just, I like him better on Lasix. When he's off Lasix, he's given me two bad races in 2021. So I'm not as confident. Uh, yeah. When Mott had him and he had him on the Lasix, I think it was 
I'm just strictly it. going off of all the graded races. That he's Agreed. You know, like, I mean, Classic. I can understand if you're not hitting the board. Blinkers can you help know, this guy, though. But no. a, a, a smaller, Possibly. you know, a, a smaller race, you know, nothing that's, you know, the limelight's not on him. Get him focused. Get Joel aboard. I think it'd be. They probably get a good price, decent price on him. I, uh, so I did look at it the four. I am going with the 10 Vegas kitten. Uh, that's Javier Castellano for Pete Miller uh, out of Kitten's Joy. I, I really like a couple races that he had already this year, uh, both at uh, Santa Anita uh, on January 3rd and January 23rd. Coming out of a claiming 50,000, two back. He won that one pretty easy with Rosario on him. And now they got, he's got, he got Castellano on him now. Obviously, because uh, Rosario's moved to another route, but you know, eighty-six buyer rating on that win, and then he follows up with another allowance, forty thousand, uh, which I really, I really like that race exceptionally as well at the mile and the sixteenth, so a little distance. The distance kind of worried me a little bit because I do like the mile for him on the turf, uh, but I think if he gets in a good spot, he's going to be right in that third, uh, fourth position and make that stalking trip, and then be able to close. So I like what he did in similar to this, which was two back the claiming fifty thousand. I do like the breeding on it. I, I think the work that he had on. On May twelfth is is sufficient enough. You know they took a couple months off with this horse and they've got him back in stride. So that that May twelfth workout for five furlongs uh, at a minute flat, best of fourteen that day breezing. That was kind of my edge to kind of kind of put the ten on top. So I'm looking for I'm looking for that. Yeah, Castle. really like that out of kittens joy too. I really yeah, like just that. you know that's turf, that's the pedigree for distance. Yep. I, I think this that's all this horse really runs mm-hmm. ever. Right. So I personally struggle with between the two and the three here. Okay. Um, I, I went with the three simply because in the last race, um, the three beat the two, obviously. Um, that's going to, you know, I mean, you're looking at switching the, uh, looks like Mike Maker and um, who's the jockey on it? You got Luis Sayas. Luis Sayas. Yeah, Sayas is on there. Um, not good starters. Um, not a good starter, but I, you know, he is moving up in class. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I mean, it was between the two and the three for me. So I went with the three just simply because he beat out, you know, the two last race. He breaks slow. I'll give you that. I mean, he's not quick out the gate. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm just looking here to see if they did any gate work with. I him. do like their closing. I mean, at at a, at a mile and a sixteenth. Yeah, I, I do I, I too. Think, I think that they can both close at this at this rate. And it's closing at um, Belmont. Yeah, like, it, this yeah. is like the deeper track. Sure. So, so for him to be able to go that mile and a sixteenth, first time on the turf for probably mm-hmm. you know six eight months, and he finally runs it back on turf and he wins. So Absolutely, I, I like that yeah. as well. It's funny, Rosario was on for that one too. Rosario right? was so, on a couple so, of horses. So Joel's pretty, Joel's pretty much winning with all these horses, yeah. and <laughs> he's sticking with the kids pick. I yeah. Like for the mount, but mm, like my pick even better now. Yeah, there were there were a few, <laughs> there were a few other horses I did like, but they're main track only, and it's supposed to be a, just a beautiful day out in Elmont, New York. So I'm not they're not expecting any rain or any off track. So all these turf races are going to stay on the turf. I do like Mandate a little bit though. The two that you're bouncing back and yeah. forth with, um, Eric Cancella board. You know that's my guy. Um, I can't. Mm-hmm. It's really hard for me to ever go against them, but I like this little stat here too. So the horse was trained by Todd Pletcher. Now it's going to Wayne Potts. And this trainer, after the first claim, is a 21% win percentage. Yep. So that's also a pretty impressive stat. Obviously, I like Chad Brown's claiming percentage a little bit better. But, I mean, look at the horse. The horse has ridden at the distance before. He had Kendrick Carmouche aboard, came in second. The race before that, Kendrick rode. He came in first by three lengths and a mile. Yeah. So they stretched him out. But then the race before that, it was a mile and 16th with jo- um, uh, Jose Ortiz on him. And he just got beat. He'd be lost by a neck. I think this horse could be even more of a price than the four is. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't sleep on mandate. And you know what? Honestly speaking, that I mean that that's what I I would have went with it too, depending on the price. Um, but you know, I, I went with the 
you know, the, the proven winner. He beat yeah. out the man. He beat out the two last race. And I think they're, they're, they're similar. Farm, I mean, you know, I think they're, they're similar. Yeah. yeah. I mean, after the eight month layoff, he comes back and wins at allowance 50,000. So yeah. I do like that. Comes mm-hmm. breakout. At a mile on the 16th, I can see him both closing this out. Yeah, so. the, the distance is not a problem here. He runs a mile, a mile, and 16th, no problem. And I like that pickup off of Pletch, and Pots right. is good with uh, picking up claimers yeah, and, and working them out. Yeah. I did have a, a question mark. I mean, like I said, there was a few main track onlys that I was like, uh, if it rained, they would probably be a menace on the dirt. Yeah. But they're probably, you know, if they're not going to run, it's not going to do much for yeah, us here. Yeah, they're going to be out. So my other second shot was Forever Mo with John Velasquez. I mm-hmm. just think this, if you go back uh, his first race in 2021 on February 4th, it's similar. It's exactly what we're at here right now. It's 50,000 claiming. He ran a 91 buyer rate, and he had a great race with Reyes on him, uh, third by two lengths. Comes back another 50,000, wins that one by a half a length with Reyes, coming off the pace, fifth, sixth, about five lengths back. Runs the Appleton grade three, did not fire at all. Then comes back with a um, an optional claiming 62,000 and a half, and comes in fourth. And now you're putting Johnny V on him, so, you know, Tim Hills is basically getting an upgrade on the jockey here. The distance is what he needs. That last race at seven and a half was not qualifying to even consider. So that was kind of a bad race to put him in. He needs the mile. He needs the mile on the 16th. I think Johnny V can maybe make an upset here for a big price too. Yeah, I could see it. I, I, it's a, it's such a wide open race. I feel like, you know, yeah. I feel like we always start every week with a you know, wide, with open, a wide right? open race. Like ah, no guaranteed I've got, race. I've got half the field here that I like. And, uh, <laughs> You know, it's just so it's so difficult. But Belmont's going to be like this for a couple of weeks too. Yeah, you're going to get some competition coming through there. It's the main track going on in the East Coast right now. So uh, that's good. Let's move on to race seven. Uh, race seven is a mile. It's a, it's a maiden, seventy five thousand for maidens, fillies, and mares, three year olds and upwards. Fold in New York State. So this is state bred only. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and start this one off here for you guys. I had a couple again. I mean, we're talking a maiden race, so it's kind of difficult to handicap sometimes, but. I, I guess if I had to go with anybody in this race, it's hard to even like go with just one. But uh, I'm going to go with the uh, – probably going to go with the six here. Actually, I'll go with the three. I'm going to go with the three. The three is uh, – I did like some sweet. Yeah, I, I know. I'm going to go with the <laughs> – Sweet gonna, Franny Lou. <laughs> I'm going to go <laughs> – Sweet Fanny. Is that what it's Sweet Fanny? Sweet Franny Lou. Oh, Sweet Franny. Okay. Uh, so Raffinity is uh, by Kendra Karamush is on in the reins. Farab uh, Atris, who's a great up-and-coming trainer as well, gets a lot of great uh, horses to work with. Uh, last time out, April 11th, six furlongs in the slop with an 81 rating, came in second by four lengths with Manny Franco on him. You got Carmouche, and he's probably going to keep him a little closer to the pace. Um, that was at a 40,000 maiden claim. So, you know, we are going to uh, 75, so this is a little bit of a jump up. But that was a good race, good condition race for the first time out this year. Hadn't run since July of last year. Was six by 18 lengths. So needed the time off. Put the Lasix in him. Gave him the blinkers. Helped out a lot. Came in second. Now you're getting an upgrade with Kendrick Carmouche. I think he's going to keep him close. And I think he's going to improve off that, uh, after that first start. Yeah, that's a nice pick. Sneaky pick, too, because I didn't even have him on my card. So. Hmm. <laughs> um, I'm I'm all over the eight on this one. Highway Queen, you get I read aboard. It's a, it's a horse out of Super Saver, which I like. I also like that this horse is also coming out of Windstar Farms. They always put out quality horses. Um, you you very seldom see a horse come out of there that's not ready for a race. Uh, so you get the jockey switch. Last time aboard was Luis Cardenas. Um, so I read's a little bit of a step up there. The trainer percentage for a first route race is seventeen percent. Uh, so I like that stat, but there's really not a whole lot to go off of other than this horse ran at five and a half furlongs and came in second. Um, yeah. Some decent workouts are there. The breeding seems like it's going to be very decent. Um, but I think anybody that's going to give this horse a rate, I think Irad on a 
in my opinion, it's just as much as a first time starter than anything. You know, there's not a lot to really go off of here. So yeah, I think that's you don't have a lot to go off this race in general. But the ten month layoff kind of worries me a little bit. I think this horse needs a race underneath him, so that's why I think maybe this is yeah. just more of a prep race for him. Although that race he ran. Uh, was fantastic at 53,000 maiden uh, last time with state bread. So yep. he runs in similar here. So he's he's bumping up to 75. I think the horse is, looks like well-conditioned. But stretching out to yeah. a mile, though, is going to be a little different, too, then. so Agreed, but they're, work, they're working him pretty pretty solid here at four furlongs and five furlongs earlier in the year. Right. And now they got him at four furlongs again late, and he's got a bullet workout on April 30th, so, uh, or 13th. So that, that's probably... And some of these horses will surprise you at the, you know, the different distance. Right, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, you are talking super savers, so I think the distance yeah. from the breeding distance. Yeah, from the breeding, like I said, I mean, I, I look at this horse just like a maiden, you know, or like a first-time starter. It's just like you can't, you know. Yeah. And this, listen, this is kind of like a tough race to <laughs> handicap. A, it's but really difficult. Beamer, where'd you go on yours? I was leaning on the six, Sweet Franny Lou before. There you go. You want it, but, <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm actually going to shy away right now. I'm going to go to the two. Okay. I like the two at bit O Irish sass. Um, I'm going to go, he's, I got your, your boy, your boy's EC is on here. Um, <laughs> Eric, which, which that's one of the pros. I, I like that. I, I think this one, just like, just like my last pick in the, in the race six, uh, I think this one could close strong at this distance. I like, he had a great workout. Um, some of the, some of the cons I didn't like one of them actually just never ran at the distance, but I'm leaning more towards a pro and that, and I think he could close at, 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 at strong and at a longer distance with this horse. I liked his, uh, his last race. Let's see. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, first time out with an 80 buyer and, yeah. and closing like that. Yeah. That really like, shows a lot. I like what you said, because Eric is damn right a pro. He is. He's going to be one of those guys that you got to keep an eye out for. So he's, ran, he's already ran is. Yeah. yeah, he ran 75K last time. I think he fits well with these, even better than most, because some people are moving up in class. He wrote him last time. You yeah. Know. Wrote him last time out and was two and a half lengths off. And I think, he, I think he's going to probably make that same kind of move. I was look, trying to look at the race to see if there was a lot of speed in this race. Well, he did and, get bumped, so remember that too. In last yeah, race, he I got mean, bumped. I don't, I don't know how how bad it was. It was yeah. mild, but it was a mild, bump. But. And anything with these maids can throw them off for their race. The problem I had in this race is that there's really no proven speed in here. Like everybody comes off the pace, so this could set up for a first time starter. I don't know if um, if Tapple Cider the four has an opportunity. I I don't know. But, I had a question mark by Tapple Cider. Um, Manny Franco is is actually teaming up with Barclay Tag again, which obviously yeah. you knew what he did last year. Yep. You know, so I, I like it. I like the workouts too. Look at the workouts that he's got there. He ran five furlongs right. in a minute and one, so he was three of 14 horses there. And then he backed that up a, a week earlier. He ran it at a, a 101.3. So, I mean, he's yeah, got some good fractions there. Yeah, so, I th- and you know, if, if you're going to trust anybody to, to come off with a first-time starter, you know, Barclay Tag's not, not the, hor- the worst when it comes to you know, um, first time's out. I mean, he's, he's, he's decent. I mean, the horse sure. is out of tap it. That's, that's nice. Holiday Apple. It could um, be a good call because Carlin's holiday. there's no, there's, there is no speed. If he doesn't go to the front, all I can really say is that maybe the five voice of spring maybe pushes a little sooner, or maybe sweet Franny Lou goes out there and just sets some small fractions. You know, I mean like sweet Franny Lou ran out on a uh, track that was set up for the turf that went to the dirt due to the, due to the, the conditions of the rain. Right. And it was a sloppy track and ran second. If you go back, it was another mile race. He ran on the dirt. So I'm just kind of looking at this, like this horse has gotten like a lot of opportunities and, and made some decent ground. And, and how many times have you watched a race and you're looking at the end of the race and you're like, you're, you're watching a finish and you're seeing these horses keep running, keep running. You're like, Oh, if this was just one, you know, you know, <laughs> just, just a little just, bit longer. Yeah. Just a tiny distance, bit long, yeah. Yeah, distance. Yeah. I think this is where this horse is going to come in. So I, I I think that's a good call because, like I said, I don't know who's going to go to the front in this race. 
Yeah, I, I would. The, the eight could actually go to the front. I could hustle them up. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't that's know. What, like I said, I don't know. It, it's not enough information out there, other than you know, all these horses that do have races all ran the same. Came it wouldn't, the same it wouldn't result, surprise me. You yeah. know, so I think yeah, somebody's going to go out there and surprise the field. I think you're I did see. like the, I did like the three also with Kendrick. I, yeah, I, 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 that was another one. Well, Kendrick's aggressive too. Yeah. So I mean, you'll get to know this the more you watch Belmont, but you know, some of these jockeys, if they have the horse, if they can really see that they have enough horse. And that's the way they wants to run. He'll let them go. Yeah. So anybody that can go out there and steal, it, I think that's you're going to see the winner come out of the gate. Whoever yeah, I, breaks it, like top. I said, I think the three is going to be up close. I don't know who the speed's going to be, but you know, maybe the, the three pushes a little farther. I don't know. Could be anybody. It's going to be an interesting race. I like to watch that one. Watch a little closer. Uh, we'll move on to the eighth race, third leg of the pick four here, late pick four, six furlongs in the inner turf. It's an allowance ninety two thousand nine winners of one. Um, you know, other than maiden claiming starter or state bread allowance. I'm gonna let the kid go ahead and take the first shot on this one. Uh yeah. I just noticed I made a huge mistake, but we'll bounce back to that. <laughs> Not you, um, kid. Not you. <laughs> you? So my original first choice before I just realized what I messed up on, and I will explain in a little bit, but the horse I originally landed on was the three. That's into the sunrise. You got Johnny V aboard, a Wesley Ward horse. And if anybody knows what Wesley Ward's been doing these past couple weeks, he's been having himself a couple months here. Um, He's just been winning races left and right, and he's just been on top of it ever since. Um, Started at Keeneland, and he just rode that train all the way down. So I think he's going to keep riding this, riding that fire. Johnny V's hot, too. Yep. And then this horse. (laughs) He's always hot. Always, yeah. I mean, and this horse is out of into, uh, into mischief, so love that angle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Plus, Johnny V on an into mischief horse just brings me back to you know authentic our and, very yeah. very lovely horse, authentic. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. there's a lot of good things I like about it. Um, maybe horse likes the on front. It, but he's he's going to be the speed of the race. He's classy. He's a Grade Two horse race. He's ridden in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. Um, his workouts have been solid. I mean, if you look at his last one on May 11th. He ran it in a minute flat almost, and then on April 5th, he ran it at 59-1, five furlongs. So those are blazing fractions. So I think he can he can really set the pace, and if nobody wants to press, you know, press him up out there, I think he could be the horse that yeah, takes the race. I like horses with aggressive two-year-old campaigns. Mm-hmm. This horse likes to go to the front as a two-year-old, and I think this is going to be a great three-year-old campaign for him. So I think you're you're pretty spot on to that. I, like, I do like Into the Sunrise as well. Yep. What about you, Beamer? I, I'm I'm gonna go with um, leaning towards the uh, two comedy town. Oh, you ever you, you guys ever like a horse and you don't know why? <laughs> Just about five times a week, five times well, every race card. Well, this is this is my check mark here. I mean, I mean, I know if you look at his last race, I think he finished what was it eleventh? Yeah, um, by twenty one. Yeah, I, I mean he did fade after he hit the rail, but um, I think he could rebound from his last start going back to a sprint. I mean that that to me is gonna uh, in his his advantage. Um, he is back with Jose Ortiz, which yeah. which I think he took first in, his, in the race before that. So that's a I plus. Mean, yeah, that's a plus for me. Um, so I don't know what the numbers are right now, but I think you can, you can you can you know this could be something that you could win some money on. Yeah, yeah. I think you he's going to be the price. I, I do like that the horse is out of Spitestown, though. Mm-hmm. Nice breeding. You get Jose Ortiz on him too. Jose is he I is like uncon- I like Jose. Yeah. He is unconscious in New York. Sometimes he gets on these terrors and he's hot he, and he's yeah. Hot, you know? And he, he'll get on these tears and he will destroy the field. He'll win three, four races in a card and just be like, you know, like any given Sunday, you know, it's just whatever. So right. I like that angle. I think you're on to something here. I like the horse too. I, I was looking at that last race when he came in 11th and. Well, if I mean, you look at the seven, I mean, the, the race before that, it's a seven and a half, you know, for, and Jose was for long. And, and yeah, both Jose was on him to, 
first and yeah, broke his yeah, that. forty thousand state breads. Yeah, and then, so. and then he then he goes to a longer distance and look what happens. He fades and hits the rail, blah blah blah. With, you know, and I mean, you go back to the distance that he actually took first. And I mean, what are we yeah. talking about here? You Listen, know? he's not good with the open company, but he's good with state breads. I was just gonna say, I mean, so. something in that race. I mean, look at his odds in that last race. He was probably 13, 14 to one. I'm sure. hoping fifteen I'm, to one, maybe. I'm hoping he's fifteen to twenty now. <laughs> you know, you ain't gonna see that price. <laughs> you imagine fifteen to twenty to one. <laughs> you ain't gonna see that price. <laughs> With a Jose, I'll bet that horse. I mean, he did finish 11th, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was going to be torrential downpour is going to be at uh, Elmont this week because I think the five, uh, what do you think now, would have won this race pretty pretty easily if it goes to dirt, but it's not going to. He is main track only, so I'm not even going to talk about where he should be, but keep your eye out for that horse when he runs on dirt. He's, yeah. just, he's looking for that opportunity for the right distance. He's just not getting those opportunities right now, so that's why he's in those main track-only options. But I'm actually going to go with the eight, Shiraz. This is going to be uh, Luis Saez from Mike Maker. Mike Maker had this horse back on June of last year and then lost him, and then obviously got to reclaim him again. So when I, I like when Mike Maker sees a horse, sees potential in a horse, and then maybe he loses him in a claim, and then he comes back and, and reclaims him again. So that says a lot for me. The last race at 82,000 allowance, not his best race. I wouldn't say that was uh, considerably where you wanted to see it in November of uh, 2020. But the races before were really decent. Uh, September and August, just a length off the lead. I know he was third and fourth, but he's only one length off. So the horse is making some moves, a 91 and an 85, uh, 85 buyer on optional claiming 40,000 down winners of two. Yeah, that's nice. The allowance is a little bit of a jump, and it showed. And I think the price showed at $13, uh, uh, 13, 13 to one. And I don't think he had the best option. He he really should not have run that race. I don't think that was the best race for him. He was upper, no response. He just didn't fire. But I think that if anybody's going to get a horse uh, back to where he needs to be, get him back into those early, maybe late 2020 uh, fractions and times, the horse really runs good against state breads. It's the open companies that he just doesn't show up. For. Yeah. So going on that note, if you go back, uh, you look at all the state bread races that he's run, pretty solid. I'm going to go with Shiraz. Probably going to get a de- decent price here with uh, with Luis Saez. Good job, guys. I don't think anybody... I think the favorite is going to be the five in this in this, in this race. I yeah, think. I think so, too. What do you think now? I, I think that's who... Well, yeah, if it main track only, though. Yeah, he's not going to yeah. race. He's not going to race due to the fact that he's main track only, and they're going to run this on... Yeah, it's, so. it's going to be... Yeah, it's going to be on turf. He's not running. Yeah. If you look, you can go back to November of 2020. Uh, that's that was a turf race that you see that big access that, yeah. that the turf race that went to dirt he won it another turf race seven furlongs before that came in third they go to main track take Dude. the five on top with everything yeah I mean, if, <laughs> if, if there's something pops up yeah. if anything pops up weather wise and this this track goes this off and it goes to dirt I'm telling you ball. right now you're you're gonna want to just pay attention yeah go into Equibase put that uh, what do you think now put that in and it'll alert you when it's going to run again. You're going to want to bet that one the next time it's on dirt. Um, backing up here, because I, I made that critical error. Yeah, what was your error? Uh, if anybody looked at the one, you'll see that Joel Rosario is riding a Christoph Clement horse on turf. Come on. I can't believe I missed that. I mean, I was looking at the horse's last performances, but I don't even care. I, I might just box the one. Just on the trainer. Just, yeah, just one three all day. I might just That might be my, my exact box right there, because... There's something with Joel in that connection with Christophe Clement that has won me so much money. It's just ridiculous. High trainer, high jockey. The dam has produced one turf winner, which, okay, fine, whatever. But that combination is just so, it's so sick. It's crazy. Yeah, Phoenician Moon out of Malibu Moon. We races. just talked about Malibu Moon, right? Yeah. So Phoenician Moon out of Ooh. Malibu Moon. Ooh, hello. That's, that's the that's the day. Plus out of Into Mischief, too. And out of Into Mischief. Oh, shit. So I'm <laughs> looking at the breeding angle. <laughs> but, yeah. Look at his speed in the last two races. Yuck. You yeah, like I mean, but it's it's a 
He's got three starts. First off, you know, if he broke his main and went to the swale grade three, outclassed, (laughs) outclassed a thousand percent, right? So they gave it a shot. The horse ran like crap. He was actually near, near, damn near favorite in that race and Mm -hmm. didn't didn't run good at all. So then they give him the layoff. Um, from last, uh, they give him a layoff here for a couple months. They mm-hmm. work him out. The workouts are pretty decent, and then comes back and tries to you know stay up close and at the second I mean, look call at the was right there. Yeah, 20, I mean, he, 22, 45, 45, 58, and then one twelve. I mean, that's fast. I mean, that, yeah. that, that he and that was he's an, sitting uh, second or third and just burnt 80, out. I just, think, I just two things here. Turf hasn't run on yet. I know we talk about that every time, mm-hmm. and I I'm starting to not pay attention to that because it screwed right. me in right. the past. So I'm not even going to go that the horse hasn't run on turf. Maybe this is what it needs is to go on turf, possibly. Uh, but the other angle here is that, you know, we've got a little little change in, in class going from optional claiming 80,000 non-winners of one to, uh, you know, to an allowance race. So I, I mean, know. I like your angles. I mean, but uh, it's hard for me to get away from being tired two, two, two races in a row. Like, yeah, I, I, mean, I think exotics, you're good. Yeah. You may be good. Tiring I, out two races in a row. Yeah. You know what? You guys got to keep an eye. I'm telling you, man, that connection has won me so much money, even on like horses that really look like they would be outclassed, just like this one. Well, you know, but we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I also like that it's out of jump, jump sucker stable at Claiborne Farms. So that's, that's kind of cool. Salute. Too. Little shout out there for jump sucker stables. Yeah. By George is my sneaky pick. <laughs> All right. Good call. All right. Uh, ninth race, last and final. Seven furlongs on the turf. It's a claiming race, 35,000. Uh, this is a $45,000 purse. This is for three-year-olds and upwards, which have never won three races. So now winners of three. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and jump on this one first. And I'm going to probably, let me just go back here and look. Yeah, I think there's there's a lot of action you could talk about. I'm going to stick with the three rhythm section. I read Ortiz for Mike Maker out of American Pharaoh. I think this is the one that I'm going to have to like target the most. Just just for the simple fact that it's ran two races similar, thirty five thousand nine winners of three to last two. Can't argue there. Yeah, came in fourth, uh, fourth four lengths back on the turf, and then uh, second by one length with those with uh, Irad Ortiz on him last time. I get some Irad again, eighty five buyer rating on the last time out. Uh, those are you know two major uh, races that he had. If you go back three back in February, that was just to get the horse primed and allowance fifty thousand. So I really like uh, rhythm section. I read Ortiz. I think he's probably going to be wire in the field in this one. I don't see anybody really going with him or pressing him. Well, I guess you never looked at the five then. I did look at the five. <laughs> well, I, I did horse, look at the five. I just don't think he's going to be able to keep up with them. I don't know. I mean, the fractions that this horse ran in his last race with Kendrick aboard, um, the five is not far now. Uh, far is spelled P H A R, just for the reference, because it's out of American Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. American Pharaoh. Um, the horse last race was Kendrick was aboard and he put this horse right in front. He put the horse right where he thought he needed to be. Um, he ran the first fraction at 22 and four. Then they followed it up with a 46 and three. Basically off that, that's telling me that this horse wants the front. This one's going to be the one that hit the board. Um, he might go gate to wire in my opinion, but Manny Franco, I think is going to have himself a day. The training angle, um, with George Weaver's never really a, a bad spot to be, you know, he always has those good, good turf runners. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, and the horse before that last race, he, he came in third with a 91 buyer speed rating. Other than that, he was at 87, 84 and came in first. So I think he was just outclassed in that first, that last race. But, um, I think Manny Franco can give him a ride. Probably, so I'm gonna go with probably will. 
Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna play referee here, guys, because one I like three and I like the five, so I you guys both stole my horse. So, <laughs> All right, so if you had to pick between so, the two, so if I'm picking between the two, I'm gonna go with the sire. Wait, hold on, they're both American Pharaoh. Hold, on, I can't I can't go there. <laughs> the next was the I, next I, exciting fact. Oh, well, I'm gonna go jockey. Well, let's see, we got Franco versus who? Iran. Got Iran. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's that speaks volumes for me. Yeah. I'm not taking anything. I mean, from Manny. I, I will say the two has has two wins at at this distance, so I do like that. Um, that's 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 something that I look at personally. Um, I do say I will say the three that uh, I could definitely see this horse cashing. I mean, really, I he's shortening enough too. I, I read and Mike Maker. You know, I mean, I could definitely see the, the three cashing. I mean, short enough to seven furlongs. Here's I mean. here's I mean, Franco Franco is a new jockey. I mean, on this for horse. you on this, yeah. on this horse, <laughs> yeah. on this horse, yeah, on this horse. Yeah, I, mean, I think, but in my opinion, I mean, this horse, I don't think the jockey's going to play that much of a, a key angle here. I think I the think. only con I have is never raced on grass. Yeah, but but see, that's the know. angle I always go to. That's, yeah, see, see, Beam jumps on the same shit that I talk about. <laughs> you never run on grass, and I'm telling you what, Beam, it keeps fucking me every week where I throw a horse out, and then they get to the grass like, oh, this is cool, and they just fucking tear. I it do, up. I do like the five speed last race. I'd like his speed of the last race. Yeah, I'm listen, I'm I not mean, taking away from the buyer ratings here. I just think the three's got the edge. George Weaver's not putting a horse out there that's not gonna run. Neither is Mike Maker. No, I'm just saying George Weaver's uh he's a bad man. He's on he's underlooked right now. I'll take I'll take Maker and I ran over some, Manny put and put some respect George on George Weaver's name right now. Uh, yeah. Sounds sounds like a five three key. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sounds like a side <laughs> bet me. is what it yeah, really right? sounds like. <laughs> I, I I have no problem putting anything on the side bet because oh. I'm that confident that Manny Franco gets above Irad on this race. I do owe you a shot for that fucking preakness. Well, we owe each other all. <laughs> Enjoy his absence. We'll save that for next week. Yeah, I'll wait till the kids here to make sure everybody yep. gets their shots in. Congratulations, Beam. You're guilty by association. You're taking one too. Yeah, Uh-oh. You're, Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> you're gonna have to take the Malort shot. Yeah, uh-huh. Bush latte. No, 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 no. <laughs> Bush latte. Yeah, I think that's a that's a tough one. I mean. Both out of American Pharaoh, so which one's going to fire more on that day? Um, yeah, it's it's going to be tough to tough to pick between the two of them. I think. I mean, they're both right on pat with where you think they're going to go. Yeah, I think they're going to be one two out there winging it, and I think if there's anybody that's going to have an opportunity, it might be a four with Larceny, um, Joseph Leo, and Luis Saez. Is an opportunity for this horse too. Uh, went out to the front or stock last time, just to head off thirty five thousand dollars winners at three, similar for a mile on the turf. Comes back with an eighty, came came out with an eighty rating, and now he comes back for second time, same connections, and it's, instead of Cardenas, now you're getting Luis Sias. Right, an upgrade on the jockey. The horse ran really good last time out. I just, I just see these steady runs that the last two prior to that in, um, you know, March twenty first, January twenty first, uh, January seventh, where he won. This the races look so similar. I I did see a change here though when he got on the turf that he. He took to it better. He broke better. He stayed up front better. The fractions were decent, 24, 49, and 114. So uh, there's a possibility for the four to be in right. exotics. I actually uh, I had a question mark, too, by the eight, which is turn of events. Um, the one thing that I the one thing I notice with Belmont is that there's always, at the last, the last race of the card, there's always a, a huge price that hits. Whether it's first or second, I don't know, but there's always a big bomb that makes those exotics way, sure. way more. So there you go. if I'm looking for an angle here too, I love, love, love Jose when he races in New York. I would, I would even take a swing on this eight turn of events because he's got Michael Trombetta, who he's sneaky. He's, he's sneaky good. He's raced this horse of $50,000 allowance. Would you say the eight? The eight, yeah. yep. Turn of events. 
and this trainer has a 40, so he's 20% when the horse is 40 to 90 days, 46 to 90 days away. So off, after the layoff, this horse is going to have a little bit of a better odds to at least hit the board, in my opinion. Um, but I could see Jose just running away with it and, you know, stealing a race for the end of the card. Yeah. I like the bullet workouts at five furlongs and now yep. shorting up to seven furlongs at the mile on the 16th. I, I like that angle. Out of hard spawn. Yeah, that's Sign a great, that's a great angle too, to look at. Uh, I think you have to kind of like pay attention to it. Yep. I, yeah, what do you guys think about like a layoff of these lay- like two months off and sometimes a horse needs a little break, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. I think sometimes they just got to like recalibrate them, let them get back to being a horse, especially if there's like certain conditions where they're like they're not changing leads or So you think it could be in their favor more or less. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, the only time you really don't want to see a layoff uh is if there's an injury cuz you'd never know how they're going to bounce back from that injury first time out. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's the concern. Yeah, that's the concern is if they're hurt, that's a different thing. I think if they're laying them off to work on something, it's beneficial. I think the only time it can also work against you is that they're not in the um you know, competitive form, you know, like cuz you're exposing them to sure. you know, a 9 10 horse field. So, I mean, you're talking about the 8 and I'm looking at the last four races, 6, 4th, 5th, 5th. Right. You know, and then you get a two month layoff. That's telling me that they're working on something. You know that that the horse isn't doing something. You better be working likes. on something. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Um, something's going on with the horse in terms of, you know, maybe like you said, maybe he's not switching the lead right away, or he's just being really fidgety, or he wants to drift out to the outside just yeah. to cheer the horse up a little bit. The eight's a four year old, so it's not like it's a you know a juvenile two or three year old here we're talking about. It's it's he's had about every jockey in his on his back. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a trainer perspective. Yeah. I mean, I think Michael Maker likes to test out. He went to Carmouche twice. He went to uh, Ortiz. Oh, was it Ortiz a couple times? Eric Ansel, Luis Saez. Everybody's run this house. Ed- Edgar Zayas has run this horse. <laughs> yeah. Gulf, takes him to Gulfstream Park, uh, Kentucky Downs, Belmont. Horses travel. You know, and the horse is going a mile on the 16th, a mile, you know, so. Right. And he's fading. He did, It says, like, I mean, if you look at the form, it says, you know, he's just fading. He's lacking. You know, so they're shortening him up. Maybe they're just trying to work on getting yeah, out the gate. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's get this horse out the gate and see if he can maybe wire or something like that. Seven furlong know. race, got a bullet workout on April uh, yep. April 24th yeah. for five furlongs, trying to get him yeah. geared up for the for the shorter race. So I think it's a good point. You know, Could you be some numbers really, there. Yeah. Could be, could be some numbers. You just got to really do some digging to figure out what you think that layoff is for. Yeah, he probably needed those three races to really see what he could do. And, and I and I like you know Jose, so I I mean mm-hmm. I can't ever argue with them. So yeah, sure, no complaint. He did win. He did win his one of his. I actually won both of his races. Both of the yeah, look at he both of the races he won. Jose was on him. Yep. Yeah. So definitely got. Yeah, they're going like, back to Jose. They went back to him last start too. He just didn't fire. So we'll see. Well, I mean, like I said, it's 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 one of those uh, sneaky picks. I think you know maybe you can get a price, get a bomb. So what would it take for this one to get back to where it needs to be? I mean, we're, if you go back to the 40,000 claimer, now when there's a two lifetime, uh, which was back in September last year, ran a pretty good race. Actually, with the fractions that it was at an 82 buyer rating, it was fifth by only Palace two Malice. Yeah, out of Palace Malice. And uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I think he actually has a chance if he's back in form. Now, he came out in April and didn't really run that great. Well, look, he's going from 80,000 to 35. He's dropping way down. Right. That's what I'm saying. You if know? you go back to last year, he was running 40,000. Yeah. Nine winners of two lifetime, which is sure. probably where he needs to he be needs running to be, into. Right. right. Now we're into nine winners of three. Both of his ones with EC, and now he's got him again. Yep. Right. So, I mean, the condition of this race kind of fits to the one style. So, you, you, you can get a price with Eric here. Yeah. I think... <laughs> Wherever you can find an angle in this race, I think, yeah. like I said, find last, some value. Find some value. You know, I 
I see it every week. I bet yeah. Belmont enough to know that that last race, you're going to get a price. Yeah. You know, you're going to get maybe a, a 50 cent try paying 110, 115 bucks, you know, just, just because of what comes on top or comes in seconds. So sure. Keep your eye out. It's something to look at. If you can make a case for somebody, it's never a bad idea to throw them in there. Yeah. Just try to keep that. So how do you, how do you win the pick four? You go six, seven, eight, all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hit that all button. <laughs> if you got the money to do it, you hit that all button. I'll tell you, a lot of times when I try to get cheap is what screws me when I should be hitting the all button on these uh, horizontal bets. Well, yeah. that's what happened to me last week. I mean, oh. I, I can't tell you, I play dollar tries. I don't play 50 yeah. cent tries anymore. So I get a, a little baller. bit more. <laughs> You're a fucking baller. I got that's that bread, what, homie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but straight but, cash, but, but homie. kid, we're, we're not talking about putting all in first. No, no. <laughs> no <laughs> all in the so first what I'm position. saying is that like, so I keep myself to a $10 limit per race when these like smaller races, obviously when we get to the stakes races, that's different. I'll, I'll put more money in there, but, um, per race, I try to stick to right around 10 bucks. So I put one on top, the one that I'm really sold at. Sometimes I'll go two, but mostly I'll just be one horse with two or three horses behind it. Um, and that sometimes I hit the all button and I only play a 50 cent try or I'll say, man, this horse has no shot in hell of winning and I'll throw him out and that horse will come in third when I do it. So I, last weekend was just pitiful how many times I had. So, so, so race, race amount, like as far as, as far as horses, I'm sorry, yep. horse amount. What do you, what do you say? 10 horses, you hit the all button, eight horses. Yeah. For third, you get to, I, you get to 12, 14, I, 16. I look at the horses. If I, if I find a horse in there, I'm always trying to find horses that I, I know aren't going to hit the board. I try to eliminate those. If I know that they have no shot in hell of winning, I'm throwing them out. Yeah. So I, I that's where I'm at. And that's where I get, that's where I get burned sometimes is because yeah, cause you horses, don't hit those numbers. Right. Because those that's, that's when you, and, exactly. So in those last races, yeah. I might have the first place horse, which is maybe let's say four to one. And then the second place horse turns out to be, you know, that makes that, that twenty two to one shot coming in. And then the third place horse is the horse I had in second. You know, so yeah. it's like it's just it, it that makes that two hundred and sixty dollars you know? super, you know, hit for twelve hundred. Right. Exactly. You know exactly. That's that's a good angle on how you how you bet your try. That, yeah, that's that's kinda how I bet I you know I don't bet exactas anymore. Yeah, I know. You know, you've I, stared away from it, but I'm you know, this the first fuck, this is the first time on the balloons, podcast you know? that you've actually like like worked <laughs> it out. So yeah, it's like so it's like it's usually like Oh, what do you got there? <laughs> I'm trying to pull it up, here, but it, doesn't, it isn't playing. Yeah, usually I, I, I've got one horse on top. Usually I throw two, and then like five or six behind it. So you start with them. So I pick a horse that I like to win. Yeah, I which, put, which everybody does. That's yep, how you. That's I key you, him on top. Yeah. Okay. And then I look at the race and I say, "Hmm, who do I think can come in second? Okay. And I, I usually think I can find two that I like. <laughs> <laughs> now you tell me. <laughs> yeah. So then I. So, so, so you're going one up top. One up top. Two and three in second. Two, sometimes three, but usually like two horses in second. No, I'm just saying the number two. It's yeah. Number two and number three and then in second. If I can hit the all button, I do, but then otherwise. So that's how you're doing a try. Yep. That's how I do the now try. My, yeah, now, my eight, question. Most of us are always that way. One with two with whatever. Now, my yeah. question for you is, is is there a horse amount that, that you limit yourself at? Like, what do you mean? Do- like a dollar amount for the race? Well, I mean, eight eight horses, or is it a 10 or a 12 horse race? Well, I don't think there's you know, a limit for no, third. No. For third? No, I mean for, for, I mean for you when you're betting. When I bet, I, I usually, like I said, I try to keep it in that $10 range. Okay. So if that what, what that means is I take one horse on top with two in second with five behind it. Okay. And I bet that for a dollar. It's $10. Yeah. Gotcha. That's, so you, that's so my you, bet. So with that, you're looking at eight horse race. Yeah, basically, yeah. If it's a ten that's, horse that's race, the question yeah, I, I have. That's I have, the question I asked you about four times. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> I think it worded different. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 
and really it's a one horse. I might bite your style. I might bite your style. <laughs> well, see how it goes. In reality, it's a one horse race for me. I'm picking one horse to win it, and then I'm trying to figure out who's coming behind. Okay. I don't give a fuck about third place sometimes because I'll just hit the all button and it won't yeah. matter. You know, the farther you but, spread though, you, you're cutting in your ROI. Right. So the kid the kid does have a knack from a, a gambler's perspective to to be able to pick one on top. Now I'm not gonna say he doesn't get burned with oh, I get second burned place all the time. Horse. Yeah. yeah. It but, happens. But I mean he's not looking for a fourteen dollar exacta. He's I looking mean, for a sixty dollar try. Full and transparency I last weekend. Cost I mean the I, same. I, I, I got just, burned I was on just gonna bring up last weekend. <laughs> so I got burned on Saturday. I got yeah. Fucking murdered. Torched. Yeah, I mean, like, literally, I, I couldn't hit water if I fell out of a boat. Like, it was yeah. just bad. But then Sunday, I was on fire. Yeah, I did. I just keep the same betting pattern. You're going to have to lick your wounds. You're going to have to take your losses. But on Saturday, I turned $80 into $450. Yeah. You know, like, I had myself a fucking day. Say it again. You had, you. I had $80 and I turned it into $450. Nice. Good job. So, it, it works out to my advantage because when I hit these dollar tries yeah, and sometimes I'll throw in a sneaky little 16 to one shot in third and I don't always go with the favorite on top. So if I have a three to one shot that wins with a seven to one and a 15 to 15 one, to one yeah. congratulations. I was Which 160 more, t- bucks. more times than others when you've hit you know? these, these decent sized trifectas, it's because you've eliminated the, you know, the favorite. Right. That's out there. I had, I had the two through the five on my, on my high five this weekend and it didn't have the winner. <laughs> oh no. Two through five. <laughs> really? Yeah. Two Fucking John, Johnny high five over here. <laughs> it just see the new listeners or listeners that for being here, he loves to play these high, the high oh, five specialists over here. Oh, I love it. High fives. Uh, I have trouble picking sixes. the first and second place. This guy's over here betting five five places. And that's impressive. That is impressive because yeah. you really, I mean, you have to pick the first five positions, first, second, third, fourth, and fifth. The first time I ever played a pick five, which is the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever done, I bet a $1 straight. Way to shit pick my five. cereal there, Joe. Pick five. And I hit just the first two were reversed, and I got beat up by a nose. I like legit. I sent it to the kid yeah. as soon as I hit it. I'm like, dude, I should have spent the dollar and flipped the one and the two and, places. And it's funny you say that because that's how I started. <laughs> yeah. That's how I started going the, it's, the high dude, five. Dude, you get hooked. You're like, dude, I almost fucking called that. Yeah. Like fucking well, almost called. I remember the shit. first one I hit and I sent you the message and I didn't even know I hit it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, you did it. Dude, how nauseous was I when I told you I bet that high five? I never bet high fives. Uh, and I had that literally fourth and fifth just flipped. That's all it takes. Yeah. yeah. I look at these high fives all the time, oh. like looking at the cost. Because cause the, the mindset the goes this 18, It's like, dude, it was an 1800 uh, pick five that I would have had if I had this fourth and fifth. Did flip. you see some of the payouts for the, for the for the high fives this weekend? Yeah, they were crazy. <laughs> see, here's the problem. Here's nice. my problem. The mindset is who can win the race? So I should about win place and show if I have a price. Then I go, well, if I know who's going to win, fuck it. I should be able to play the exacta, right? So I'll do the exacta and I'll be like, well, wait a minute. If I'm doing the exacta, I should be able to pick the the fucking try and just do the all button the third. (laughs) Then I'm like, well, the super's not that far off. It's just one more fucking thing. It's that snowball. And now I'm at the super high five. Yeah. So (laughs) before you know it, I'm going from like an $8 bet to like an $80 bet due to the fact that I'm trying to fucking, you know, stretch my stretch my investment <laughs> to try to hit the bigger total. And later than after that, you can say, hey, I can pick uh, who's going to finish first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth. The whole yeah. I wish they had the bet who's going to come in last. I'd fucking kill them. <laughs> that wanna, would be a killer One bet. of my strategies where I kind of switch my strategy is, is if I'm betting all day, if I'm betting every yeah. every every race in the, you know, like, like last weekend, for example, I'd bet every race. Um, if I do the high fives too early yeah. and I miss, 
Yeah, you're fucked for the rest of the day. Uh, yeah, I, I, then I'm, <laughs> you just then my mojo is gone. I'm ener- my energy is just sapped. Yeah. Just, <laughs> let, let me back up a second. You said if I bet the first day. When the fuck have you not <laughs> yeah. bet the first yeah. day? I'm gonna stay off this. Shh. Yeah, cha- change it to when I bet the first two high fives of the day and I don't hit. I have never um, heard this kid say I'm gonna I'm gonna lay off this race. I'm just not gonna bet this race. Every fucking race. I don't oh, that's that shit, funny. That's yeah, fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. Hey, I want to make sure you know, listeners. Everybody that listens really appreciate it. But I do want to give out some shout outs to some of the cities that have been listening to the podcast uh, ever since we got this thing started. So, for all of you out there in Columbus, Ohio, Atlanta, Georgia, How, Ohio, Shaw, Shaw, Washington, Chicago, Illinois, Norfolk, Virginia, Claremont, Florida, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, everybody in Wisconsin and New York that's been following and listening every week. And there are two overseas over there in France and Germany. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate all the listeners every week. That's the reason we do it. Glad you guys follow and yep. listen all the time. Share it. Share it to anybody else you know that watches horse racing, any of your friends. Get them on board. We appreciate the follows. And shout out to Rocco Bowen. Coolest dude ever. Yeah, Rocco. <laughs> at the Arlington trip for the kid this I can't week. wait till we go. Um, it'll be nice because we'll have a little insight. So Kids making yeah. fans all over the place. <laughs> yeah. No, it was nice. Uh, kids yeah. saw Rocco Bowen down at uh, Arlington. He's there right now. Get so. ready. Him and Declan Carroll are about to have a day. Yeah, Declan, Declan's my guy, man. <laughs> so, solid. Two solid jockeys right there. You're ready to make a, a big impact yeah. at the Arlington. I can't wait till we all go. All four of us link up. I mean, oh, just yeah. in the studio is going to be fun, but just imagine when we get to the track. Ooh. Oh, man. That's going to be a blast. Madness. That's madness. Be a blast. So, looking forward to it. I Listen, can't check, wait. check us out on all the social media sites, uh, Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. You can find us there at Who Do You Like Here. Really looking forward to next week's uh, podcast as well. Looking forward for hopefully Joey Stats coming back. Yep. Hey guys, th- thanks week. for having me. I appreciate being for here. Sure. I'll bring, be glad you're a part of the uh, the podcast here. Yeah. Moving forward, really do appreciate your input. Looking forward to a good week. So look for us uh, for all of our information on Twitter and all of our picks. Uh, and we'll talk to you next week. See you. See you. See you.